a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. That's exactly what makes them extra to me, and I am excited for you to meet them. Uh, Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Okay, that's Matthew 4.19. And yes, I had to look that up. (laughs) But, uh, But even if we all didn't know that chapter and verse uh, by memory or by heart, uh, we've all we've all heard that um, over the years, that passage over the years, and I'll bet I'll bet most of us every time we hear it uh, have also been able to process that passage both literally and figuratively. You know, it's 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 easy to see Jesus walking, you know, on the shoreline there of uh, the Sea of Galilee, and then he sees. You know Peter and, and Andrew out there fishing, and and then he you know he lays down that line on them, and after which they drop their nets and and follow Jesus. So you know you, it's cool because you can visually you can visualize that you know, um, and then uh, at the same time figuratively uh, or metaphorically, uh, you know then they go out and start fishing for men, but you know obviously they're not you know baiting hooks and literally reeling people in, you know, to the, the Jesus boat or something. Um, but today's guest here uh, <clears throat> has taken uh, that Bible passage maybe a little bit more literally than the rest of us have. And, uh, and he actually is fishing for and with men uh, on a very uh, creative endeavor called the Faith and Fish Podcast. Uh, or faith and fishing podcast, which in which he talks fishing and faith, so it's a very well named show there <laughs> with uh, with guests that have those two elements in common, uh, and it's also something that he has in common uh, with them as well. He, our guest today, is himself a sponsored uh, and an accomplished professional fisherman, uh, along with uh, being a chaplain uh, for the Central Carolina Kayak Fishing Tournament Trail. So he knows of both the fishing and the faithing uh, of which he speaks. Uh, He's got a day job as well uh, in operations, and he's got the most important day and night job as a devoted husband and father, and uh, I'm really excited uh, for you to meet today's manna man all the way uh, from North Carolina, Mr. Cam Steele. Hey, Cam. Oh man, thank you for having me, and thank you for that really, really awesome uh, introduction there. Um, I, I definitely uh, do not consider myself a professional fisherman, but um, but yeah, so uh, I phenomenal introduction there. The uh, the the uh, um, the verse of uh, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. That uh, that's one that gets. Uh, as you can imagine, gets uh, thrown around a lot. On I'm the, sure. Yes, yeah. I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard that one. And I appreciate your humility. Uh, but as listeners of Mana know, uh, I am also a fisherman, a struggling fisherman. We've actually had a, a Mana um, episode uh, uh, recorded in a in an ice house, which I'm sure down there in North Carolina, you don't get the the the, the opportunity to enjoy fishing on you know 
two, a two foot block of, of ice on a lake. Um, but, <clears throat> uh, so I appreciate your humility and not wanting to consider yourself a professional fisherman, but I will remind everybody listening, there's only one fisherman on this episode who actually has sponsors. Okay. And it's not me. So anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but Hey, I, I, uh, let's, let's get into it. You know, I'm always a little leery here and we were talking before we started, uh, you know, kind of recording here. I'm always a little leery uh, about introducing uh, our MANA listeners to uh, to podcasts that are better than mine. Uh, but uh, but I love your podcast, Cam, and, and the whole premise behind it, I just think is brilliant. Uh, this whole faith and fishing and, and, and how you're connecting. And, and so, and I, and I want our listeners to know about it and listen to it. And I just, we, you know, we can't keep it a secret uh, from them uh, any longer, you know, if, if they haven't come upon it already. So, so let's start there. How did you come up like what's the origin story uh, for for this really uh, creative uh, endeavor uh, in in the podcasting space? Well, first of all, uh, thank you for the the kind words there. Um, it means a lot whenever I hear anybody tell me that the the podcast is is uh, well done or or is a great podcast or whatever. Um, I, I do work hard on it, and I, I am super thankful anytime I get a chance to to hear any kind of kind words about it. So, um, but the faith and fishing podcast, uh, I, I am I'm a podcast junkie. Um, I listen to podcasts all the time. I love, love podcasts. That's where I get most of like, that's how I consume most of my content is, is podcasts. And, um, I, uh, I, again, I'm a, I'm a huge fisherman too. I, I am, very well immersed into the fishing community, um, both as a consumer and as a uh, content creator. But, um, I, uh, I did not want to have to stay in the house or not in the house, but, um, like stay going, leaving the house every time I wanted to, to do something hobby wise. Um, my wife as her, uh, hobby and side gig, she is a potter. Uh, she has uh, a business called porch dog pots that, um, she, she makes functional ceramics that are really, really awesome. And, um, while she was out in the pot in the pottery studio, I wanted something to do. And I was, you know, I was listening to podcasts. I didn't want to have to go to the same park pond every, uh, every night and, mm-hmm. um, fish for fish that had been caught 16 times that day. <laughs> and, um, I was listening to other podcasts and I had heard other fishermen mention their faith on fishing podcasts and stuff. And I thought, you know, that would be a really cool platform, uh, uh, to give fishermen a chance to talk about what it is that they believe and not have to worry about, you know, networks or sponsors or anything kind of holding them back. And, um, and I kept looking for it and thinking this would be really cool. I need to look and see if this is, this is out there. I want to listen to it. And then I heard another podcast, uh, where the guest was a, he's a content creator in the fishing world. And he, he said, if there's content out there that you want to see or experience, listen to however you want to experience it and you can't find it, it's on you to make it. Mm -hmm. And that kind of struck me. I was like, you know, I, I've, I've had this idea and, um, I guess it's on me to make it. So I'm the king of talking myself out of doing something. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, w- I had a buddy who's a graphic designer. So I went ahead and said, Hey man, I need you to make me a logo. Uh, that way I've, I've got this ball rolling and I'm going to start it. I, I know my wife, 
she didn't she didn't get all of the um the like ideas that I had and everything until I kind of decided I was going to do it. So I to her, you know, one day all of a sudden I just looked over at her and said, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. Um, but it <laughs> it was it was more than just a split second decision, but um, I kind of got started and I was very overwhelmed whenever I started reaching out to people and they said, yes, I'd love to come on. Yeah. Um, so I've had, you know, I've had other podcasters on the, on the show, uh, reached out and I was able to have, um, uh, you know, professional anglers who fish the like, uh, Bassmaster series and, the major league fishing series, um, guys that have TV shows, um, pastors from all over the country, um, all kinds of different anglers and, and fishermen from all different walks of life and, uh, have been able to build relationships off of this. And that's been, that's been the best part to me is, you know, the guy who is my co-host, we got to fish together and we would have never met if it hadn't been for the podcast. He just commented on one of my, pictures. Hey, if you're ever South of Raleigh, let's go fishing. And I'm like, dude, I live South of Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> well, in um, the, in the, in the, and you know, you, you mentioned your guests and, and I agree. I mean, the, the guests that you've had on the show are, are super impressive. I mean, both, uh, not just for their fishing, you know, prominence and, and accomplishments, but you know, the, the range that they demonstrate, um, on both the fishing and the faith, is super impressive. And, and so I'm wondering if, you know, so you had this idea, you didn't see anything out there, you know, it's great that your <clears throat> designer buddy, you know, kind of got the ball rolling for you. So then, you know, because I, I agree when you start seeing something, then it's almost like, all right, now I got to at least try it. But when you got into it, were you surprised at how, at how receptive the fishing community was? Or, or did you kind of know that being a fisherman yourself, you know, we've had other guests on the show that come from professional, you know, uh, athletics and, and sports, and, and they talk about how, you know, whether it's football or baseball, you know, that that faith, there's always a, a, a sect of, you know, kind of athletes that are that come together behind a faith tradition. Were you surprised that there was such a deep well of, of faithful fishermen out there? Um, yes and no. Um, you know, there's fishing and faith have long kind of been, uh, you know, connected. Um, and it's, it's pretty common to be out on the water and, um, come across another angler and get to talking and find out, you know, um, oh yeah, I was in church Sunday and, and the pastor was talking about this kind of thing. It's, it's common, but I was surprised at how, um, how quickly the faith and fishing, uh, the faith and fishing community started. It was, um, yeah, I never expected there to be like, um, any kind of community based off of this, but, um, what we've been able to do is we just created a Facebook group and, um, and, you know, fishermen from, uh, it seems like there's a, there's a few groups from like, uh, bunches of, of like, there's this group from Ohio and this group from North Carolina and stuff that have, they, they, they have this kind of web, but it, uh, 
but it they all merge together and mm-hmm. um where this community is just you know we we pray for each other we share each other's uh we share fishing stories with each other uh post pictures of what we went fishing for and what we caught and stuff like that yeah. and, well, and you've extended that. I've noticed on that on on that Facebook community, you know, you've extended your role here beyond just being a host, where you're, you know, introducing, you know, kind of on a one to many basis. But I mean, you're 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 convening these really cool prayer lines, you know, where you're leaving the lines open and people are coming in. I mean, I th- I just think it's such a great example of taking, you know, finding that intersection between a personal passion of yours uh, and 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 aptitude to fish and and know that language because you're very again you're very humble but you know your stuff i mean you're talking fishing i mean so you've got the cred uh and and yet you're using it to to bring more people closer to god and christ and and to have that that connection it's just a great i think it's a great example of of them of, of being able to make the connection that a lot of people don't seem to think they can make you know between sort of their everyday kind of life and their everyday interests and then how God is really behind behind all of it. What what's been the response beyond the guests that you've had on, which have been many and impressive, what what kind of feedback do you get from listeners? Um the the thing that I love the most and that I get the most feedback from is whenever I have someone someone on the podcast that um uh, does not have the same belief system as as a listener, and the listener reaches out to tell me how great that episode was, how much they learned from that uh, from that guest, how much they they realized. You know, I um, never knew that 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 denomination believed the same way I did in this way, and and um, or I never knew that that religion was. Uh, had such deep, uh, you know, caring for people or, um, different things like that. Whenever, uh, it, whenever it's been someone that is, it is not the, uh, the norm, um, Mm -hmm. that has been whenever I get the, uh, most of my feedback, you know, it, um, and whenever guests are vulnerable, um, and you know, they share, um, they share how, you know, life isn't all rainbows and sunshine, you know, mm-hmm. I'm hurting and I'm struggling and fishing is, is what keeps me close to God kind of thing. Whenever I have those guests on, that's whenever the, the community reaches out and tells me that was such a good episode. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always, you know, I, um, it makes my job easy because it's the, the guest that gets to do all the work. Um, <laughs> but the, um, but it's been, uh, you know, the reaching out and whenever I have a, a young, um, young person on the podcast, the, um, reaching out and saying, Hey, how can I get in touch with this person? Um, I want to send them a rod and reel, or I want to send them some lures, to kind of help them get, get going in their, in their young, um, adventures or whatever. Um, just the, that kind of has been really awesome to see, uh, the fishing community be, um, really start to look like a church. Yeah. Get what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. And, I, and again, I appreciate your humility in saying that, you know, you have all the guests do all the work, but I think it's, it's the environment you're creating for these guests. You know, it's a very, it's a very safe space and a very comfortable, you know, uh, space for guests to, you know, talk about fishing, which is, you know, their day jobs. But like the episode I was just listening to earlier today, it's one of your more recent ones. I mean, you, I mean, this guy started weeping about his dad and, and not in a bad way. It was, a, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it was just, yeah. you could tell as he was talking about the influence that his, his dad has had on him and how much that, you know, connected to, to his relationship with God and, and other men, you know, the role models in his life. I mean, so you really have tapped into a, I think just a, a really rich vein here for a lot of men. And I would imagine a lot of women listening as well. What about, what about for you personally? Like what are like, so you're, so now you're a dad, you're a husband, you know, you've got a day job and you're doing this, you know, when you look back on your childhood, like, are you surprised you're doing this now? Or has, has faith always been part of your life? And now this is like, yeah, this is just, you know, I'm just glad I found my lane here, but, or are you surprised that this is, that you're such a, you know, a fisherman for, for G for Jesus today? Um, so yeah, I'm I, going back and looking at my childhood, you know, my dad used to introduce me to people and say, this is my son Cameron. He doesn't talk to people. <laughs> um, so <laughs> to see where, where God has taken that kid. Um, because, you know, I, I grew up in church and, you know, I had my, um, uh, my time where, you know, I didn't, didn't believe everything. It was, it was all really good stories to learn from and everything. And then God really got a hold of me in in high school and like kind of punched me in the face with some scriptures of, you know, of belonging and being a part of, of God's family. And, um, and then, you know, all of a sudden we, we up and move, we have to, to move five hours away. And, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was able to get a, a fresh start in high school where I could be whatever I wanted to be. And, <clears throat> and, uh, so I, was able to, you know, get plugged in in a good church and felt the call into ministry and was, you know, uh, dove headfirst into youth ministry, served at a couple of churches as, as youth pastor. One of them, I was nowhere near ready for. Mm -hmm. And, um, we, uh, it did end up having to, to part ways very quickly. And, you know, that was, uh, that was, that's, that's what happens whenever you jump into a, into a pool and don't know how to swim. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, sometimes you got to have a life preserver. Sometimes it, it, it doesn't feel good, but, um, you end up being able to, uh, get back out and maybe take some swimming lessons or, yeah. you know, um, shadow somebody who knows what they're doing, spend some time, uh, learning under different people. And then the next time you jump in, you're able to tread water or swim or, um, you know, actually, actually hold your own. So, mm -hmm. um, that uh that time you know it was uh the second the second church i worked at that one that one was a good fit and um you know i i served there for a few years and 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 was able to to build a, a solid ministry there and got to the point where um you know i was i was being called away uh to uh pursue uh my girlfriend who is now my wife 
uh, because, you know, we had been doing the long distance thing for, uh, I think five years at that point. And it was, it was time to, excuse me, either, um, either go after her or, or, you know, let that relationship, um, go our separate ways. And Mm -hmm. I really felt called to go after her. So I did. And, um, and have not regretted it at all. It worked out. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have, we have an awesome family now and, um, I absolutely love my wife. She is amazing. And, um, and so I did, you know, um, kind of did my best to fire out as many feelers as I could to get a job here in the Raleigh area. And, uh, landed in maintenance and IT and um, which was, you know, that's what I had my degree in was, was computer engineering and electrical mm-hmm. engineering. So I, uh, I uh, felt pretty good there and I still felt that, that itch to, to kind of do something in terms of ministry. Uh, but I knew I, I wasn't going to thrive in a in a church up here, uh, just mm-hmm. because all of the churches are so much bigger, and my skill set is more of a in in churches this size. My skill set would fit better as a as a volunteer, not as the the overarching uh, director. But yeah. um, but I uh, I kind of I got plugged in with this podcast and. Um, I was uh, I was on a buddy's podcast uh, here in the Raleigh area. He uh, uh, he was he was talking with me about what my plans are and where I'm going to go uh, with this podcast, and he suggested that I reach out to our local uh, tournament tournament trail for kayak fishing um, about being a chaplain. And I was like, man, that's that's, that's a, that's a good idea. I need to kind of think about what that would look like and, 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 and stuff before I, I dive in. But, um, I prayed about it for a couple months and thought about it and tried to figure out, you know, what that would, what that would look like. And, uh, ended up contacting the director and he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. So, um, so, I, I jumped into it and that has been, that has been awesome too. I haven't been able to be as involved as I, as I was hoping to be this year, just because of schedules and stuff. Um, but the relationships that I've been able to build have been, have been really cool. And, um, uh, that's, that's something for me, you know, fishing is, uh, fishing is all about connecting. Yeah. Um, I, I use it to connect to nature, connect to God and something that I had not been doing was connecting to others. Um, and now uh, this this ministry has given me that push to do that. Whenever I'm out on the water, I, I used to be the guy that was, I was grumpy that there were other fishermen there. <laughs> and now I am the one that's going up and I'm introducing myself. Hey, yeah. have you heard about Central Carolina kayak fishing? Is yeah. there anything I can do, uh, do for you? Um, is there anything I can pray with you about? Yeah. Um, here, here's my card. If you ever need someone to pray with, go ahead and give me a call. Um, and just be able to build those relationships and, uh, spend time on the water with people that, um, that I never would have otherwise. Um, yeah. and that being able to connect with others was, uh, was a part of my, my spiritual journey that, that had been 
uh, severely lacking before I I started you know this started the podcast and then started again with with the uh, being a chaplain that was that connecting with people was kind of that missing piece that I was itching for. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think it's a great yeah, and, and as much as we you know try to. Uh, in, 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 in most times, good faith, you know, try to plan out things and, and plot our lives and make sure that we're, you know, checking all the boxes and whatever, you know, it's kind of like, you know, God's imagination is way better than ours. And, you know, it, you never would have thought that you'd be probably, you know, doing what you're doing now and, and having the impact you're having. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you're, you're sort of creating this, you know, kind of informal church, you know, this community of, of fishermen and fisher, fisher people <laughs> and listeners. And, um, you know, it reminds me of that saying, I can't remember who said it, but, but it's that, uh, you know, you're the only, you're for a lot of people, you're going to be the only Bible they ever read. Yeah. And, and, and in a similar way, you know, I would say, you know, you're probably, you know, developing a church community you know, that a lot of people like, this is going to be their church, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they might not, they might not have that formal, you know, building or congregation. And, but yet what you're doing here is, is, is what church is. It's relationship and it's, and it's the relationship with each other and with Christ. And, and I just think it's, that's why it's working because that's, that's what people need. So anyway, I just think it's fantastic. Uh, hey, we are, uh, we are, we could talk all night and, and we may listeners, uh, unfortunately we, uh, Cam and I may keep talking after the show's done, but, uh, but let's, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep moving along here, uh, and get to our, uh, our closing segment here, which is our fun segment. I like to call it. And, uh, it's a segment where we ask the same three questions of every guest. And so question number one, Cam, if, uh, and, and now that I'm thinking of this question, I don't think I've ever asked this question of somebody who's probably got such a logical answer here, but we'll see. Maybe you'll go off board here. Uh, so <laughs> question number one, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow morning and just wanted to hang out for the day, get the whole day with Jesus, what I can only imagine, what are you going to do with Jesus? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's gotta be fishing. Right? <laughs> right. I, I wanted to come up with a different answer just to just to have something uh, unexpected, but but that's that's what it's got to be. Yeah. Um, I uh, I had a chance to take my son fishing for the first time um, a couple weekends ago, and you know just um, definitely gonna have to uh, wait until he's a better listener to continue that. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, just, uh, just being there and, you know, looking over my shoulder and, and seeing my, my toddler sitting there, um, stuffing his, uh, stuffing his mouth with the, the loaf bread that we brought for bait. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I, I can only imagine, you know, the joy that, that fishing with my son brings me, what joy, you know, being able to fish and connect with somebody uh, would bring Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I mean, obviously the joy it would bring me just to sit down and, and say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to throw this, uh, this, uh, this bait in the water. 
and I'm going to sit and listen to you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, and then just see where I, uh, where I would fish. See, most of my fishing is done out of a kayak, but I don't have an extra kayak to give to Jesus. So <laughs> we would have to, uh, we would have to go bank fishing, which means here in, uh, here in Raleigh, we would be, um, we would be around a bunch of other people. Yeah. So, um, something I would really love to do is go fishing with Jesus and then watch how he connects with other people while he's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Very, that is a day very well spent for you and for everybody else, for sure. All right. Um, fun segment question number two, if you could go to church, uh, with any other man living or dead famous or not, who are you going to bring to church? I think I would have to, I would have to go to church with my grandpa Steele. Mm. Um, he has, uh, I think he passed away. It was 2000, 2012 maybe. Um, but so he was, a he was a uh, pastor in the Methodist denomination. Um, he was, uh, if you if you ever watch the the TV show uh, Hee Haw, yeah, um, the character String Bean is probably the closest representation to my grandpa as you can find. Oh, that is so funny. Um, he, uh, I mean, looked just like him, um, but he um, he was known by other pastors in the denomination as Gentle Ben. Okay. Um, he was he was six five. He was. Um, or six, four, uh, tall, lanky guy. And, uh, as, as long as I knew him, I never heard him raise his voice. Mm. Um, and I never, I never got to go to church with grandpa while I was mature enough to have a conversation about what was said. Um, and I would love to have that opportunity to sit sit down with grandpa after a sermon and, um, and, and talk about like what he got out of it and share what I got out of it and kind of compare notes and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and just the, um, the opportunity to, to worship beside grandpa would just be that, um, just something special. Yeah, for sure. Now is that, uh, is that the same grandpa that taught you about the uh, loaf bread bait that you brought with your son? Because I, 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 that, that is, is that, okay. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's a wise grandpa as well. Then. Yeah, absolutely. He had a creek running behind his house, and we used to go behind there and, and fish with a bamboo pole and little little balls of loaf bread. And he he uh, he kind of taught me indirectly. Whenever you're fishing with little kids, you always use a bait that uh, it's okay if it ends up in their mouth. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. All right. Uh, fun segment question number three. Uh, if you could give uh, one, just one piece of advice to a younger man, you know, so let's think of a teenager or whatever, a uh, younger man about living a confident life of faith, what would that one piece of advice be? It's hard to pick just one. Um, but if I, if I've got to say that one was more important than, than others, I'm going to say, be yourself. Hmm. Um, we, we, we get so caught up in, 
um, you know, whether we're bu- we're building a ministry or we are um, we are you know playing basketball or we are uh, we are playing music, whatever we're doing, we we try to be like that one person. You know, try to be like Mike, um, or uh, like we kind of build our um, like our ministry the same way that we saw our pastor do it, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, there's another uh, podcaster, uh, Pete Rogers from the Christian Outdoors podcast. He uh, he he tells a story of how he was you know he was trying to pastor like a pastor that he he was trying to model his um, his ministry off of and. God called him and he said, I don't, I don't need that guy. I need Pete Rogers. And, um, and, you know, that, that's something we fall into a lot and we have to remember, you know, um, God, God created you to be you. Um, he didn't create you to be somebody else. Um, he, he created you so that, so that you could be yourself. Um, and, I don't, is it a is it a Dr. Seuss quote? There's never been anyone you were you were than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know the different things that you bring to the table are special. Um, and you know there's we get another thing we get caught up in is trying to like we we feel like if we're if we're called to be in ministry of some sort, we have to be a pastor or we have to be, um, in ministry by vocation. And, you know, it can be, um, it can be something like going out and praying with people out while you're fishing. Um, it can be something like, um, starting up a YouTube channel to talk about, uh, talk about how you can see, uh, see the gospel in the star Wars trilogies. Um, (laughs) I have a, I have a friend who I'm going to give him a shameless plug here. I have a friend who has a, uh, a, a YouTube channel called the gospel nerd where he uh, talks about apologetics, star Wars, Marvel, and, and uh, DC and stuff like that. So that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's be yourself, yeah. uh, be who, um, be who God, God created you to be. Well, I think that's great. And I think that's what, that's what has that that is what has created the something like the faith and fishing podcast because that is uniquely you and it's not you trying to be anybody else and i am very grateful uh for that and very very grateful uh cam that you uh, spent some time with us today to share your story to share your podcast uh for everybody listening again it's cam Steele. and it's the faith and fishing podcast it's on all the major platforms. And um, even if you're not a fisher person uh, or not a good one like me, uh, you will, uh, I guarantee you will find it a very inspiring and very good lesson. So thanks again, Cam, uh, for being here and for all the work that you're doing out there. Absolutely. Thank you for having me and giving me the opportunity to share my story. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.